Welcome to Damaged Goods, where we talk about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Real and raw, funny and unfiltered. Unfiltered. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome your hosts, Cynthia and Chrissy. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Damaged Goods. Number 31. Big 31. So we have some follow-up for everybody. Yes, we're going to update you on our, our fun facts from before. Yeah. Do you want to start with yours? Oh, mine's kind of depressing. Start with yours. Okay, well, <laughs> mine was just the the whole um, tanning becoming a thing in, what did I say, 1920s? Yeah. Um, so we looked it up, and it wasn't illegal. or it wasn't like you weren't shunned for it but it didn't become fashionable yeah like they thought the pale skinned people were pretty yes that was a thing prior to that actually you know what it didn't dawn on me till just now but as we know I'm watching the Mayans (laughs) and there is a scene where his current girlfriend who's Latina yeah meets the ex-girlfriend who's white and she, like, says something, and he's like, well, she said you were pretty. And she said, um, yeah, what you miss is the undertone, um, like, you're pretty for a Latina. She's like, because we're not the blonde hair, blue-eyed, like, um, milky glass, like, perfect skin. Oh. And that kind of goes back to that thinking of, yeah, like, that porcelain skin is more attractive right. than where I think the reverse. I do, too. I think a tan is more attractive. I mean, maybe if you have literal perfect Yeah, like you see those Like you'd have to have literally perfect skin to be pale. Like they literally have like porcelain doll skin. Yeah. But not just pale. No. Nope. Okay. (laughs) My update's a little more depressing. Koalas. Yeah, so we were (laughs) trying to figure out how the first koala... Got the STD. Yeah. And they did not have sex with a human. But then I got, went into a rap. So, all right, so first of all, it said that they think it started with contaminated food source. So they think like a sheep probably went to the bathroom, like near their food source. The sheep had syphilis, contaminated the food source. That's how like the initial koala got it or the initial few. And then obviously it spread through sex. And then, of course, you know me with my research. It couldn't just stop there. And yeah. then I went down a rabbit hole, <laughs> and it's disgusting. I know. So I sent it to Cynthia because I couldn't wait because I was horrified. So, like, the top three STDs are all, like, animal-human given. Intercourse. Like, yeah, and it said right in there. People are fucking sheeps. Yeah, and it said, like, from way back when. Like, that's how it started. Way but yeah. But then also, which I didn't get to finish to research because then I was just horrified by it. Like, what is it with the sheep? Because clearly they're the source of all of this. Right. They're giving it to humans. They're giving it to koalas. I don't know. But I was just too disturbed by the fact that someone wants to have sex with an animal. Do you think that's a thing? Like a fetish? Like a it sheep is. fetish? Oh, a sheep? I don't know. I don't find sheep all that. Like, little lambs are cute. <laughs> like, sheep are dirty looking. Right. And what would make you look at an animal and be like, huh? Right? Turns me on. I don't know. I mean, I can see it, like, nowadays because people are just fucking sick in the head. Yeah. But I guess, like, 
even back in the day, I'm sure there were people that were sick in the head. Yeah. There's always been people. I mean, this just like more... made it seem like from like the 1700s this yeah. happened. But yeah, the top oh, like three, know. which I think it was syphilis, chlamydia, and maybe gonorrhea. Yeah, that's what you said. Um, were all caused by animal, human, sexual intercourse. So it did start with the humans and the animals. That is so disturbing. Yeah, but the poor koalas have not had sex with the humans. My green light on? You are. Okay. <laughs> I get paranoid now. <laughs> Okay, so those are updates. Um, so our new fun fact of the week, which kind of blows my mind a little bit, um, that caffeine does not wake you up. It doesn't actually wake you up. <laughs> which, I don't know, like it, it affects, the way that it affects, it makes you think that you're waking up, but your body will naturally do it without caffeine as you wake up right. like, in the morning. Um, but the caffeine quickly distributes through your body to your brain and blocks your sleep promoting receptors, which then makes you feel awake. Oh, feel awake. Right. But they also say, like, I was reading into it about how, um, like how long before bed you shouldn't drink coffee yeah, or caffeine in general. And it says that up to six hours after drinking caffeine, 50% of the caffeine is still in your body. All right, that makes sense because once I read something when I was really having a hard time sleeping and it said, like, you shouldn't drink coffee after, like, 2 p.m. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's kind of early because I would sometimes have coffee at, right. like, 3 know, or 4 too. for, like, my second half of the day. So that makes sense. Yeah. That it stays in your system. It's like adenosine is, like, your sleep receptors. And, so and that's, like, when you hit bedtime, that's when those will start to kick in again. But the, ca the caffeine just blocks them. So then you're staying awake. Yeah. That makes sense. Although I feel like caffeine doesn't do that for me. Well, I was going to say, if I go out to eat sometimes and have like a cappuccino after. Right. I don't then have a hard time going to sleep. Maybe because our bodies are so used to it after drinking caffeine yeah. for so long. I don't know. Or maybe if you're going to bed right after, like you've already fallen asleep before it. I don't know. It kicks in. No, probably not. Because it says that it's distributed through your body and to your brain very quickly. But I also feel like I'm not someone who needs coffee. Like, I drink coffee just because I love it. Yeah. Like, I'm not someone who's like, I need this coffee to wake up. I do. Like, I I'm need like it because I'm addicted to it. Yeah. Like, I need that taste of it. See, no, that's not what it is. I need it to wake up. Like, I'm in the morning, Carson's all loud, and I'm like, oh, my God, I need a coffee. Like this past me few days, like I haven't been feeling well, so I've been, which I guess, well, no. Tea has caffeine too. Yeah, but I've been having to drink my detox tea because I've been out of my um, green tea and that doesn't have caffeine in it. Uh, I feel like natural herbs like that though have some sort of. Um, so I'm like, so literally since last Wednesday, I haven't, I mean this morning I did have a little bit of coffee. Yeah. Hmm. Which is also interesting because normally I get a massive headache. Right. When I just cold turkey don't drink coffee. Right? Same. But I haven't, luckily. That's good. I have a fun fact for um, coffee, but we'll save it. Why? For another time. Oh. Another fun fact. Keep them guessing. <laughs> Can't be so Like, bad. what else could it be? <clears throat> um, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, you learn something new every day. You do. You have to. Yeah. 
I like doing a little research on stupid things. Yeah, me too. If anyone ever... I feel like I can never really remember them, but like they're, they're in there somewhere. All I know is when I die, if anyone ever looks at my search history, it's going to be the like most random shit. All over the place. We were in New Orleans and Chrissy literally was looking up everything that anybody talked about. Yeah, I do it on like the shows. I also have a bad habit. This would people would think I'm literally crazy. I look up what's going to happen on the shows that I'm watching. Yeah, see, I don't know why you do that. I know, because I have to be prepared. No. Yes. That's the whole point. I get attached. <laughs> I have to know. I, you, I will say, however, I have been restraining myself. I did have to put my phone in the other room last night. Really? <laughs> yeah, because I've been trying to not Google to see if the character Coco dies. Oh, my so God. So I keep starting to type it in, and then I stop. I'm like, you gotta break this habit. It's a bad habit. That's hilarious. It's the same thing if I wa- like if I were watching it with you and know that you've already watched it. You would ask. Me. I would ask you. Like I just dated a I kid. I tell you. He used to want to kill me. I would kill you. Yeah. He's like, stop asking. I'm like, well, stop watching episodes before we're gonna watch them. Because <laughs> then I already know that you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like to be surprised. I do. Not if my favorite person's dying. Yeah, but that like ruins the whole thing. That's that make that would make. I feel like if I googled <laughs> what was happening, what was gonna happen in a show, I wouldn't want to watch it. I do prepared. <laughs> prepared with the knowledge. Um, I started Wednesday. Yes. Oh, is it good? Everyone it's, says it's good. It's so good. That's my next one. I'm really loving it. I connect with her on a level. I love her. Where she says she says. <laughs> I act as if I don't care when people don't like me, but deep down, I really enjoy it. And I was like, I looked at Alex and I'm like, I think, I think I'm connecting with this character. Yeah. Everyone said it's good. It is. It's really good. Originally the house of dragons was going to be my next show, but now I bumped it to put Wednesday. Yeah. Mostly also because everyone's talking about it and now I can't I know, keep it's locking one up. Watch. Yeah. But I have to finish the lines because I'm almost at this season where my boyfriend comes in. <laughs> Just waiting Except for Rio. I didn't realize it's like still active, the show. Is it? Yes. Yeah, so season five is coming out in 2023. Ooh. But I don't have cable. Yeah. So now I have to wait. For it to come out. Like for all of season five. Like I can watch season four and then I have to wait for all of season five. Yeah. What is this on? HBO? Uh, no, it's... um. I'm watching it on Amazon Prime. Oh. But it's originally on, is FX, is that a channel? FX. Yes. If that's what it's on. I have to sure. wait for all of 22, unless some nice person would like to invite me over to use their FX. Chrissy's DMs are going to be flooded, <laughs> like, you can come watch it with me. Um, I didn't realize that. Like, I thought, like, I missed out on the whole series, and now I'm watching it. But on one of my Googling oh, of questions, it said... You'll find out in season five. And I'm like, what? But I only have one episode to go and then Rio appears. That's exciting. Yeah. He's a beautiful face. <laughs> have you seen the TikTok montage of him? No. Oh, I saved it. I'll show it. <laughs> well, I had to show someone at the gym who didn't know who he was. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. Him, like him. Yeah. Because they said to me, the person at the gym said, what's his name in real life? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, but you love him. I'm like, no, I love Rio. Rio. Like, right. I don't know that I love this real life 
person. Right. Because I don't know him. He doesn't even have neck tattoos in real life. No. Total disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's him. Like, him, the character. The I character. Like. Right. Yeah. That's kind of like my love for Damon from Vampire Diaries. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that. I love that yeah. character. I mean, I do watch a lot of, like, his TikToks pop up or, I like, I'll see him, like, interviews and stuff. And yeah. he does still have that, like, personality. Yeah. But, like, the character. Yeah. You get attached to these characters and yes. shows, especially ones where you're watching, like, yeah, like hours and seasons. hours. Yeah. And I was sick all weekend. It was just me and me and the Mayans. Are you kidding me? So when I watched, <laughs> what did I just watch? Um, what's that show? Give me a clue. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. <laughs> yes, that one. We could go on that show where you guess. <laughs> like towards the end, the last season, they kept killing everybody off, and I'm like, I, I was so disappointed. I do. I get attached to these characters. Yeah. I don't like what, and they, it's always my favorite ones that die. Right. Like, why? Why can't you kill off the stupid idiot? So you've seen <clears throat> Game of Thrones, yeah. obviously. Um, and they're coming out with Jon Snow. Oh, they're doing one on him? Yeah. I love him. I love him, too. Can't wait. But again, him, really the early. character. Yeah. Yeah. There is a character on Mayans that I think I love as equally as I love Rio. <laughs> but in real life, he has none of the tattoos. Yeah, that's crazy. Don't you see, like, how good you look with them on? And don't they think to themselves? Yeah, but maybe he's, like, trying to be, like, an upstanding citizen. Let me get them. You could be an upstanding citizen. I mean, I'm not saying he has to get tattooed that says Mayans. That'd be weird. Well, but I feel like you play the bad guy. You don't want to be a bad guy? You play the bad guy, you know, and then you get all tatted up. That's how people are going to look at you. Oh, like they're not going to be able to separate him from his role into the real life. So he really is forced to not be able to have tattoos. Yeah, no matter how bad he wants them. Maybe, maybe he just doesn't like tattoos. Maybe he doesn't like needles. Maybe he's a little bitch. Oh, that'd be so disappointing. (laughs) Just ruining it for you. Real life, Rio does have tattoos, not just the neck. Yeah, I would probably hurt. Yeah, right on the jugular. Oh, I could never. Nope. But if that got me an appointment, <laughs> get my neck tattooed. <clears throat> the only way you can do it is if you get your neck tattooed. Deal. Okay. <laughs> Watch. God. He's listening. That would be hilarious. He's like, oh, I heard you say. Yeah, that would just be to fuck with you at that point, probably. Probably. <laughs> Still responded 12 years. Oh, God. All right. So. Um, getting into our topic <coughs> of the day, which I really think, one. I think it's a great one. And I think I've, I've been thinking about it like all week since I it's me. brought it up. <laughs> I do this. Me too. But I think I'm going to get a little personal okay. on this episode. All right. We'll see. We'll see how it feels. <laughs> We're going to talk about self-sabotage um, because I saw a TikTok and it said that we self-sabotage because it allows us to predict the future, which gives us a false sense of control, Mm -hmm. which is so fucking accurate. And I would have never looked at it like that. I do it 100% in relationships. Same. 1000%. I self-sabotage. Exactly. Because in my mind, it's going to end. So I might as well. See, and for (laughs) me, I don't think that's why I self-sabotage. I don't know why. I can't pinpoint it. 
maybe it's the the sense of control but like like remember I told you like when I was talking to my therapist and she was like are you afraid of um like somebody leaving you before you leave them like that whole typical stereotype yeah and I'm like no because I don't think these people are gonna leave me yeah see I don't do it because I want to leave them before they're gonna leave me I do it because I'm like well all relationships end yeah so I might as well just have control as to when it ends yeah so let me just sabotage the whole situation maybe I was dating someone one time and I literally would refer to when we weren't going to be together (laughs) (laughs) like that's not normal future tense (laughs) yeah like we'd be laying in bed like and I'd be like you know like well one day when we're not together yeah and he's like is there something I don't know I'm like well obviously eventually we're not going to be together oh my god well I guess that's how you know yeah. Well, that didn't stop me. It still, <laughs> still ended it. <clears throat> well, I mean, like, like we've talked about how um, your one of your exes would always say, like, what if I propose to you? And you'd be like, no. no. <laughs> like, and we'd always say, like, that's how you knew you didn't. You, yeah. He wasn't the one because you didn't want to marry him. Like, right. You knew you didn't want to marry him. Oh, God. Yeah. So I feel like if you talk about like, oh, when we're not going to be together, that's like in your head, it's like, but at, oh, no, I'm not in that person. moment, like I really liked him. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like the one person like I had contemplated even having a kid with. See, I would do the opposite. <clears throat> so then for me, like to be like one day, and I used to say, one day you're going to turn on the Today Show and I'm going to be on it. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll be right there with you. Turn your mic out. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you won't. We're not going to be together then. Like... <laughs> Um, I feel like for me, it's kind of opposite. I feel like I get super into it in the beginning and I talk so futuristic, like, oh, and like two years from now and like, you know what I mean? Like as if we're going to be together forever. I do that in my head. See, I don't do that. I keep it in my head. I don't. I make them feel, see, this is so (laughs) awful. (laughs) I feel like I've always made, like, people that I was with in the past, not, I wouldn't go so much as Alex because our relationship is very different from anything. Um, Like, people that I've dated in in the past, I feel like I've always been, I make them feel like we're going to get married, we're going to have a family, we're going to, you know, be together forever. And then I flip a switch and I'm like, no, Kidding. I don't really know if I can do this. <laughs> this is going a little quick for me, even though I'm the one who's making, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, say, so I'll do it in my head. I'll create the fantasy in my head. Yeah. And then I think when it plays out in my head, that's when in real life I'm like, okay, it's going to end, so I might as well just end it now. Because yeah. in my head, it already ended. Yeah. <laughs> Self sabotage <laughs> is a motherfucker. But I think you people probably do it, like, in all areas. Oh, God, yeah. Like, even as far as, like, not, like, I don't know if there's, like, a dream job that they want. Like, they talk themselves out of it. Like, you're not good enough or you can't do it or. Yeah. Or even, like, I was talking to someone who's an extremely intelligent person. And he had said he originally was going to go to school to be a doctor, but he didn't because of imposter syndrome. And I'm like, this is like a very smart person. Like the job he does now, like you're not doing if you just have like mediocre intelligence. Yeah. But like even in that situation, like you sabotaged yourself into thinking. Right. Like I'm not good enough. See, that's <clears throat> that's actually really true. I never thought of that. I feel like I probably do that too. I mean, I kind of <laughs> did it. 
see like I feel like I slow myself down because I'm like I really don't like in my head like I want to make it I want to get to wherever the wherever my top is but then like I'll slow myself down because I'm like am I really ever gonna get there and I think that is a lot of imposter syndrome yeah like with me I'll think about like well, okay well how many <clears throat> for whatever area like that I'm trying to succeed in well how many people are already doing it yeah like what's going to make me stand out from the rest the rest or even and it's crazy because like now I am at the gym but when I had first the gym I'm at like when it first came on my radar and I was initially unhappy where I was I was like oh maybe I should see about going there yeah and then I would talk myself out of it because I'm like oh well, what if I'm not good enough or like what if like I don't like it's not like I don't fit in or they look at me like oh you know yeah. and talked myself out of it and then I ended up there and like and fit in here you are just fine yeah so I think you do as scary as it is have to take a risk right and they do say like okay there can be a million people doing what you're doing but no one's doing it like you yeah like think about I don't know there's like how many ads do you see? There are so many things I see an ad for that looks like the same exact thing. And I assume it's the same company and it's a different company. Right. Because if you think about it, like there's a market for everything. It's kind of like, um, I look at like lash techs, mm -hmm. like when that became big, like I did lashing. I, it wasn't for me. That's why I don't do it anymore. But the money was there. There's so much money in lashing it's not even funny. Know, I'd make like $400 in a three hours on a Sunday. Just thinking about doing just that. Just for extra money. in a tent. But that's another but topic. But like <laughs> I used to look at the business and maybe I, I mean, it, I couldn't do the tedious sitting there for hours. That's what. Yeah, that's what would get Kind me. of got me out of it. But like I would look at the business as there's so many lash checks out there. How am I ever going to make it? Right. But then you got to <laughs> think. Think about how many clients there are. Yeah. And, and that's, that, that goes for everything. And there is like a personality, like, you know, you want someone who's like, you're lying on a table for like an yeah. hour. Like you want someone who's going to match. You feel comfortable with somebody yeah. who matches your energy, like somebody you can talk to. Right. And that's like, same with like nail techs. Right. Or hairdressers. Right. Same with trainers. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Because even when I started to do online, Not everybody I'm like, is for you. There's a million like online trainers, but I'm like, okay. There's like 7 billion people in the world. There's not everyone. And it's the same thing. Like, like before I would never like turn a client down. And I just did like it. I knew there was just something off about the guy and I sent him a message because he was like dead set on getting my phone number. And I'm like, you yeah. don't, you don't need it. And I finally sent him a message and I'm like, when he said, may I ask why you called from an unknown number? So I'm like, oh, I don't yeah. know. I responded. I said, I don't know why you need to know that. I said, I also don't know why you think you need my phone number. I said, this is how I run my online program. It works for all of my online clients. It seems to me that we're not a good fit for each other. Yeah. Um, if you, I'd be happy to recommend another online trainer to you. Just let me know. Right. And then I just never heard from him again. But before that, like when I was in that imposter syndrome, I never would have said that. Right. I would have been like, okay, well, let me bend my boundaries no. to get this person as a client. Right. Where I'm like, okay, I'd rather lose the hundreds of dollars and keep my boundaries and my standards. Yes, exactly. So you have to get past. We're our own worst enemies. For sure. 100%. Yeah.
Even like in what we're doing now, podcasts. Yeah. There's a bajillion fucking podcasts yeah. out there. But we still do it because yes. we love it. And it's only gone up. Right. And someone just the other day said to me, oh, I think I want to start a podcast. And they're like, I know you have one. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't mean you can't. It's not a competition. Do one. Like you, and yours is probably going to be totally different than right. like what I would want to do. And I will totally 100% support you in, in right. starting one if that's what you wanted to do. And I think a lot of it is like when you look at everybody else as competition, that's when you start to self-sabotage yourself too. Yes. Because they're not your competition. Right. You can be equals. Yeah. And I do, I hate when everyone sees everything as competition. Like it's right. not. Like just because someone else is doing well doesn't mean you're doing bad. Yeah. Like you exactly. Can all be doing well. And you can be doing the same thing. Yeah. It's not, there's. There's a whole world out there. Some people will like what you do and some people won't. Yeah. And that's just natural. Exactly. And it doesn't, and I feel like a lot of that also doesn't have to do with like us as people. It just has like somebody might not be interested in what we talk about. Yeah. It just doesn't fit for their. Exactly. So um, back to like where I said I was thinking about getting like a little personal with the self-sabotage because when I read this. Um, the predict the future thing I was looking back on like my past relationships and how I would self-sabotage and I had like that whole cycle of like a month or so maybe three months tops and I'd be like "Mm, maybe I don't want to be in a relationship maybe I you know uh, just am meant to be single like how long have I said that for and then I did and then I was single for what a year before I started dating Alex and even with this relationship most of you actually probably all of you probably had no idea that I did the same thing with Alex I really did yeah I tried at least he didn't let me (laughs) he was like nope but what was so different was the fact that I wanted I talked like kind of like how you said like futuristically like when we break up like what am I going to do like yeah where am I going to go like I was planning for us to just be done as much as Alex was like no like we'll get through it we'll figure it out blah 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 and I pushed him away and I pushed him away pushed him away but I got myself in therapy yes which was huge because why I obviously cared because if I didn't I would have just left um but I think about the whole self-sabotaging thing and I'm like I've never overcome that. And this is the first time that I've actually overcome the whole cycle of self-sabotaging my whole relationship. Well, you can and it tell came out better because you you were questioning the self-sabotaging. Right. Like you were talking in definitive like when it ends, like where am I going to go? Like I have to find somewhere that I can take the dogs. But then you would question it. Like you would immediately say like, this is bad. I'm talking like it's already ended. I guess. I would say that all the time. But I think prior to that, you wouldn't have. No. Like, you would have just been like, this is it. I was always just dead set. I'm like, yeah. it's going to end. So, like, I think there was always part of you that knew it was a self-sabotage. So you were kind of like, okay, maybe I need to, right? like, stop and think about it. And And that's where I think... I guess what I'm trying to get at is like, it's important to 
look at all sides of it, realize if you're self-sabotaging or if it's where you're actually supposed to go in life and like overcoming it because I've never overcome it before and now I have and I feel like the other other side of it, overcoming that is better than it was before. And you, I think you can tell the difference between like your intuition telling you something's not right for you yeah, and you convincing yourself that yeah. it's not right. Right. And I think the important part was the fact that I have always noticed my cycle too. Yeah. Like I knew that that was just, you know. Right. Yeah. Going in circles. And I think for me like that, I stop it by, I don't play out the fantasy in my head anymore. Yeah. Like if I meet someone, I'm like, You're okay, more realistic about Yeah, shit. like I'm meeting a friend. Like this is a friend. Like yeah. if nothing else, I've made a friend. If nothing else, even lower than that. Like, I met someone and learned something from them. Yes. Where before, like, the first text, I, like, in my head had everything planned out. Right. And then I think when it didn't go according to my plan in my head, that's when I'm like, okay. Right. It's all done. We're yeah. done now. And sometimes I'd have persistent people who would keep coming back. And sometimes I'd be like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, it's done. Yeah. Yeah, it became more realistic. Yeah. However... The lady did say, my person is going to know they have to be persistent. True. So perhaps I didn't fully break through my cycle. Well, yeah, but. Or maybe they're going to break through the fact that I'm just very, very. Closed off right now. Comfortable and happy. Being yeah, exactly. Alone. I think that's probably more what she meant with being persistent. I do love being alone. Exactly. Like, have you seen, like, everyone is reposting on their story, like. I think my single um, phase is like lasting a lifetime and they're putting it up like it's a sad thing. I'm like, that's fantastic. <laughs> like I've seen it so many times and I like know who's right. posting it and I'm like, they're looking at it as a bad thing. Yeah. And I'm like, could it be? <laughs> Everybody, see, that's, I think that's the problem with society today too. Like everybody's, so uncomfortable with being by themselves and i think this time of year is for a lot of people a lot harder because like i think they feel like less than when they don't have someone special to like celebrate the holidays with yeah i guess or like because think like it's christmas and then like it's new year's which is typically like a couple's yeah holiday right and then it's valentine's day like i think like (laughs) This is the time yeah, of year where people wrong. like tend to just settle. Right. Like I'd rather have someone for this season. I'd rather save my money. Right? You don't have to buy anybody gifts. That's great. No. I mean, you could buy like everything I've gotten for you, I've gotten for me. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> you could buy yourself more things. Yeah. But it is, and I think it's like society like puts it on you. Yeah. Like you need that special someone. Yeah up with. I don't know. I feel like you just, when you get there, you get there. Yeah. And there's no point in rushing it because then you're like stuck in sticky situations. And that's the other thing I'm just going to say, like how many like wrong situations do you want to be in? Like just to say you were with someone. Right. Like it gets tiring. And I've definitely been there where I wanted to be with someone rather than no one. Yeah. And it's like shitty because you feel shitty about yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, wouldn't you rather just feel great about yourself and yeah, be alone? And you, but and like, I feel like in a 
part of that, I feel like, is the process of getting there. People yeah. don't want to go through it. Right. Because it is hard. It is. It is hard to get to the point where, like, you are happier, but you are yeah. happy alone. You can be alone, yeah. and you can accept it. And I do think because I've done that, I probably most likely would not self-sabotage. Right. In the future. Yeah. Within a relationship. With the right person. Yeah. Like, and I try to do it still another year. Like, when I... Like, tell myself, you're not going to, like, how do you think this is going to be successful? Yeah. I will, like, be like, okay, well, you don't know until you try. Yeah. Because also I do think it's true what you put out there is what you get back. Yes. So if you're putting out there, like, I'm going to be a failure, it's never going to work, or I'm always going to be broke, or I'm never going to, like, that's what you're putting out there, that's what's going to happen. Right. One time, I remember one time, this is to do with relationships, but I was out with a friend. And her boyfriend, and I don't think I had ever met the boyfriend before, and he was like, why are you single? Which I just hate that question anyway. I know. But I was like, something about because I always meet, like, the loser guy. And I'm like, <laughs> there are no good guys, like, left out there. And he's like, no, not if you keep putting that out there. Yeah. And it always, like, stuck with me because I, like, see girls post all the time, like, all the good ones are gone or there's no – and I'm like, well, if you're putting it out there, then it's true. That's what's going to come back to you. Like, you are just going to get the same old person. Yeah, and so, you're right. That is with everything in life, It is too. with everything. Whatever you put out there, if you keep saying you're a failure, mm-hmm. then you're going to become a failure. And how many times do we say, imagine winning, like, the, the Powerball, and you're like, yeah, I, I do. This, yeah. I know. Like, you say vividly. it all the time. <laughs> Like, or imagine like, having this, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, like when people are like, can you imagine having all this money? I'm like, uh-huh. Yes. Yes, without <laughs> a doubt, I can't imagine it. Right. Like, can you imagine being able to, like, just pick up and go wherever you want it to? Yeah. Yeah. I can see myself mm-hmm. rolling through the airport. That's why I would say one day. <clears throat> one yeah. day. It will happen. Mm-hmm. Got to put it out there. Baby steps, though. Yes. It takes time. It does. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen overnight as much as we would love it to. And I saw something really good because everyone will say, like, manifest. Like, you put it out there, you put it out there. And this, it's the guy that I really love, and I don't know his name. But I do put up a lot of his reels. And he was like, I think manifesting is bullshit. I do, too. And he was like, because you have people who think, oh, I'm just going to say it and say it. And he's like, manifesting only works if you put action behind it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's true. Like, you can't just sit home and be like, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be rich. And stick to your same old routine. Yes. Like, you have to be like, oh, I'm going to be rich, but then take steps to do it. Right. Like, you can't just, you know, I'm going to be in shape. I'm going to be in shape. I'm going to be in shape. And then never go to the <laughs> never gym. Never go to the gym. Like, right. You know, it is. It's true. I mean, I feel like manifesting is one thing, but like you said, like, you have to put the action behind yeah. it. But I feel like saying it, like... I get like putting it out there, like thinking that way, but I feel like manifesting is bullshit in a sense because, like you said, you just because you say it doesn't mean it's gonna be yeah, happen. Yeah, you can't like how you're just gonna sit home and do nothing and be like, I'm gonna be rich. Like money's not just gonna walk down, grow on your tree. Yeah, no. <laughs> like here you go, you wake up and there's like a pile of money. Like <laughs> no. that would be nice, but no, not yeah. gonna happen. No, I agree. <laughs> so I think we've made steps. Yeah. So then I sent you, which kind of went to it, and we just said we're our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. And it said we can be our own worst enemy sometimes. We often think or expect the worst because it's the easiest thing to believe in when we don't believe in ourselves. 
So true. Instead of being your own worst enemy, be a little kinder to yourself. Give yourself the credit you deserve and try to see the situation for how it is and not how you have created it in your mind. And it is. It's easier to think I'm never going to be a success than put in the work and risk the failure. Yeah. <clears throat> like it's easier to just not have tried than to yeah, fail. Right. And like they say, if you haven't failed, like most millionaires have failed like their first Multiple few times. times. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's the difference between a successful person and a not Like they keep going. They keep going. Yes, exactly. They don't let a failure stop them. Right. Self-sabotage. Yeah. It's all in your head. It really is. You really are the creator of your destiny. Mm-hmm. And I do also think it goes into, like, the people who then like to blame everyone else for their problems. Oh, God, yeah. Like, it's not me. Like, I can't control the situation. It's this one's fault. See, I think that's, like, I'm a bit big advocate for, like, not dwelling on things that you can't fix. Like, obviously, there's nobody to blame but myself for anything. Right. But, like, focusing on things that you can change rather than things yeah. that you can't change because like the negative see that I hate negativity I hate it and maybe I do it sometimes without realizing it but like when people are so negative all the time yeah you're only bringing back bad shit right and it is a waste of time to dwell on things you can't change yes because you have no control there's nothing over you can do about like, it what can you do nothing you can do about it keep pushing keep like doing what you got to do to fix it yeah. Or like when like you dwell in the past, like you can't go back in time. No. Like it happened. It, however it happened, it is what it is. Like yes. you have to move on. Exactly. Because it is true. The energy you're putting to all of that is energy you could be putting to something. Right. To progress forward. Exactly. That's us. All forward. Yep. 2023. 2023. I feel like we say this at the end of like every single episode. <laughs> Because it's true. 2023. I, I just can't wait. It's going to be a good year. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I think we, uh, I think we pretty much covered yeah. it. So stop self-sabotaging. Yeah, it's not good for you. I think we gave some pretty good advice. So um, with that being said, that is all for today. And keep sending in your likes, comments, sharing. Um, We'll keep, we got to get on YouTube. Yeah. We, we got to get on YouTube. 2023, we're going to get on YouTube. These are you facial guys. expressions that should not be hidden. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, big things to look forward to. Um, holidays are coming. Everybody stay positive. Yeah. And don't settle into a relationship because you think you need one. Yeah, no. not That's not worth it. Save your money. Yeah. Go that's all trip. it is. That's really all it is. You're just spending money. Yeah. And why would you want to spend money on like someone all, who doesn't deserve it? And you know what? I feel like all relationships <laughs> are just, you know, yeah. you always spend more money when you're in a relationship. Yeah. Especially as a guy. Oh, I can only imagine. Yes. I remember I did. Well, because, well, not all. We're so off topic. <laughs> I was just girl, about to end it. Girl stuff is more expensive, but that's not really true. Okay, so I dated this kid, and when I broke up with him, mind you, we were together for like a good eight, nine months. All he could talk about to everybody was how much money he spent on me. Oh, I hate when people do that. I spent like 10 grand. I was always taking her. Like, I don't I ask for that. anything in a relationship, especially. 
he was one who thought that he could buy my love. When I was like trying to break up with him and he would not let me, he would literally cry. He took me and bought me like three pairs of shoes. And I'm like, this doesn't fix anything. No. And or, then you're going to go cry about the fact that you spent all this money. It yeah. blows my mind. Those are the same people that have to somehow let you know how much they spent on a gift for you. Yeah. I hate that. And that's why I don't ask for anything because I don't want anybody to be able to throw back in my face. So see, don't think you have to find someone. You're yeah. avoiding all of this. Unless it's the right person. Yeah. You like keep going on your dates. And, yeah. But like you, you really got to feel out if it's right for you. Yes. Don't jump into it just because it's something. But yeah. <laughs> so uh, like, comment, share, and we will see you next week. Goodbye.